One of the writers behind the Serial Box Orphan Black audio drama. She tells us a little bit more about Orphan Black, and then we go into what other things that this science fiction author is doing. Tell us about yourself, Serial Box, and what you do. I am a uh, science fiction writer and futurist, and what that means is that I help people, groups, governments, organizations, nonprofits, clients have a conversation about the future that they'd like to have. I I have a degree in strategic foresight and innovation, but I'm also a science fiction writer, which means I'm also a novelist. And Serial Box, which is a uh, podcasting platform for narrative, approached me about continuing the story of Orphan Black, which is a hit sci-fi series. And I was really flattered and, and uh, said yes. And it's been quite the quite the ride. Nice. I love that you have a degree in, I think I heard, strategic foresight? Yes. Right? Yes, I do. Wow. All right. You've been involved with this project for... When did it start? Uh, it actually started for me in June of 2018. Um, or around then. Um, I, th- I think they sort of asked me in the spring and we started really getting to work on uh, story breaking our season together around them. Okay. Yeah, because I think our audience would be interested in, in how you work as a writer now on a project like this. So they approached you because... Can you tell us a little more about that? I think that Serial Box approached me for the Orphan Black Project for a couple of different reasons. Like one is that I'm already a hard science fiction writer, and it's my job already to sort of stay up to date with current trends in technology and science. Uh, but further, I'm also I live in Toronto. I live in the setting of the story, and so there was a lot of sort of local flavor that I could add to the project to achieve what you've achieved. There was probably several steps. Is there any advice you could give to other people who would be interested in becoming writers for a show? like this? Like what, what would they do to prepare or, or work on their career to get to this position? I would actually work on the things that sort of stand you in good stead no matter what career you're you're already in. You need good communication skills. You need clear communication skills. You need to be sort of flexible. You have to turn in things on time, obviously. For us, you know, when you're a part of a writer's room like this, mm. you are working with people and you have to be mindful of what it is that they're doing in their time and what their continuity is episode to episode. And you have to be willing to sort of have that conversation on a pretty consistent basis and make room for each other. And so I think that those are basically communication skills that, you know, no matter what job it is that you're doing is, uh, will stand you in good stead. Did you go through the usual route of, of wanting to write? So you just started doing it. You are unique because you've got this degree that kind of compels you to think about the future. And in a way, it sounds like you were using writing as another way to get value from your degree or from something that you like to do anyhow. And the generally to create a writer's room like experience, people go into writer's workshops or they create their own writer's group. Are those things that you did? 
before my novels were published, yes. Um, before I have three novels out already, and um, when I was just starting out, I actually joined a writer's workshop called the Cecil Street Irregulars, which is the longest-running genre writer's workshop in Toronto. Cory Doctorow was a member, Carl Schrader was a member, and uh, we met every week and sort of interrogated each other's work, and uh, it was really good. And actually, I did that before I had my grad degrees. So I have two different master's degrees, and nothing will prepare you for a master's thesis defense like having your short stories torn apart by your friends. So I am the author of a series of novels called The Machine Dynasty, which is available from Angry Robot Books. Uh, the first in that series is VN, Little V, Big N, and it's about self-replicating humanoid robots who eat each other. Uh, <laughs> it's about a little girl robot who uh, who eats her grandmother, oh, and wow. after she eats her grandmother alive, uh, she internalizes all of her grandmother's programming, so she's able to do different things than she was able to do before. Uh, and she's among the few that is able to actually hurt humans without sort of blue screening and shutting down. <laughs> and I have a standalone novel out now called uh, Company Town, which is available from Tor Books. And it's about a bodyguard for the United Sex Workers of Canada, Union Local 314, <laughs> on a floating city in the North Atlantic. 500 kilometers northeast of Newfoundland, and the city gets purchased by a new owner, uh, a new energy firm, and they make some changes, and people start to die. And our protagonist uh, becomes the person trying to solve all these murders on this uh, on this oil rig. Nice, very nice. I love that you have such a nice, unique angle on all of those storylines. And uh, uh, my favorite is the robots that eat each other and uh, <laughs> to ingest their programming and, and, and things like that. That's really cool. So I have a podcast of my own with my colleague Scott Smith uh, called Under Futures, and it's available on every platform. And uh, Scott and I work together, and uh, it's our place to sort of talk about things that we are, you know, trends that we feel aren't being discussed in traditional sort of foresight, futurism, um, futures discourse. We sort of talk about things that we think are being ignored a little bit, and uh, we have a great time doing it. Under Futures. Search for that in your favorite podcast player. And Madeline, where do they go to listen to Orphan Black by Serial Box? So I would go to serialbox.com slash serial slash Orphan Black. However you found sci-fi thoughts... Be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services. If you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review. Even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. 
This is the end of the series with Orphan Black and Madeline Ashby. The series started at episode 61, and this is episode 62. You can get more episodes by going to the show archive, which you can find online in the show notes, or search for Lancer Sci-Fi Thoughts Show Archive. Archive.